welcome guys uh, welcome back to our episode six grill dad here with warren and eco and we have a special guest for today mr bruno novak he was uh one of my former students and uh our topic for today would be about uh pushing through adversity okay so the word adversity has a lot of context behind it it could be uh financial or mentally or physically or emotionally whatever it is under the sun we're gonna uh talk about it today do you have anything to say warren i think bruno should go for it all right yeah so uh yeah bruno uh what do you think about the word only the word diversity what do you what do you think about it when you hear the word diversity it's an interesting word. I mean, it's a word that we don't hear often, like I would say. But oh, yeah. no, it's a, it's an interesting word because it's adversity. It's something that you got to get over it. That's something that's hard. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't, it's not only about like physical stuff. It's not like physical adversity. It can be emotional, financial. True. Like there's, it's very flexible when you can use it. True. Adversity. Uh, uh the reason that we don't hear it as often as others because we're not both of us are not native uh english speakers and we live in japan not like warren over here he's living in the states but uh i'm gonna share a little bit of my adversity stories and when my son was uh one month old yeah uh basically we you know we become homeless we became homeless for uh, a lot of a lot of reasons actually i had a fight with my mom but uh warren over here he told me to you know be be the bigger fish and settle things build a relationship with your mom which i did honestly though at the first few days i was like yeah i'm gonna think about it (laughs) i was i was salty but later on uh you know, I was, I had a free time, so I was, I've been thinking a lot. And yeah, I went there and then we had a talk. We had a good conversation. We are trying to rebuild the lost relationship and stuff. But going back to the becoming homeless uh, situation, it was, it was hard because I, it was my first time becoming a dad so in our previous episode you guys know that both warren and i we grew up without parents so i didn't know how to become a dad actually i mean i could just search search it up online on how to become a dad or something but uh when it comes to having your your own kid it is hard because you're thinking about all these great things that you want to give to your kid uh you want to give him a good life and everything but becoming homeless kind of like stopped me from achieving those and i was forced to you know live in the car and yeah you know uh my son and his mom uh was living in my sister-in-law's place and it was kind of like a tough situation i could actually go and live with them but my pride didn't let me because not really pride but ego as a father and to like as a provider because i couldn't provide for them in that moment and then in that time i was working in the factory right 
and I was taking a shower with you know I'm gonna go visit my friend just to take a shower and off I go to to work and then while I was working in the factory uh, I saw this uh, English private English school and then you know I kept messaging this the owner every single day the whole month of April to you know if they're hiring if there are some open uh, position and stuff but he wasn't really replying that much you know probably he was busy at that time he must have been very busy and then one day I got a fever and it was so bad that I couldn't move and I had to call off and I I called the the factory and I was like man I'm gonna I have a terrible fever today and even though I want to go to work uh, I can't I just can't I feel like I'm just gonna be a yeah you know, I'm just gonna uh, mess things up at work so they said yeah okay just take care of yourself and stuff and I went back to the small car I was living in the car actually and suddenly I received a message from this English school owner and then he said that if I am if I am free today uh, for a job interview and I was like suddenly my fever was gone dude <laughs> and then I drove all the way there it was an hour of drive and we got into this uh, job interview and I was looking like crap I mean because you know I, I didn't dress for it actually I didn't have a casual clothes or even a, a you know suit and stuff and whatnot and I got I got the job but it was a there, there was a training period of three to six months depending on how am I depending on my performance but those months will be unpaid uh training yeah but i was like i got nothing to lose i'm already homeless what's gonna what's even worse than this so i took the offer the next day i quit the job you know i called the factory i said that i'm out of here and i started doing the training period uh i always had uh my notebook with me writing down everything i i wasn't really like uh, trying to you know uh, write down the lessons and stuff but how was the teacher uh, delivering the lesson the body language and everything uh, it was a, a an interesting uh, training period and then there was this day that the boss suddenly asked me to teach and I had five minutes to prepare for the class and I did all I could in that time and the students came it was the most terrible class that I've ever given in my life even the boss said that it was the dullest most boring class that he has ever seen in his life because yeah because man you gotta understand though I'm an introvert I'm a very shy person like I stutter I like you know when, when I'm talking in front of the class or in front of a lot of people and you know this because back in high school i don't do role plays and shit like even reporting dude because yeah. i'm shy man 
because but i have to you know i realize that i have to overcome this or else my son is not gonna be yeah he's i can't give my son the life that i was imagining and then yeah i had to push push myself to get used to this uh uncomfortable uh place and and then i realized that man life is different on the other side once you get out of that comfort zone you know and then i feel like i'm i'm a different person that i attain new skill set which is not being shy and shit and yeah and after that though every day was a struggle because i wasn't eating that much there was even a time that i was giving this class and then my stomach was growling you know it in a way that even the student was saying that teacher do you have a lion in your stomach or something because it was that bad <laughs> it was that bad and then after the class uh there was a chinese restaurant near uh, next to the school and they bought a food for me and i was like, god damn you yeah. this is amazing i was eating and crying at the same time <laughs> dude it was a, such a memorable experience it was my lowest point actually even though i was thankful of what they did i just i realized that man this is how bad my life is right now yeah to the point that other people are giving me you know uh food because and then it was embarrassing at the time too because you know my stomach was making a sound that i was hungry and everything and i had to sell a lot of things just to buy a formula milk for my for my son diapers and stuff and after two weeks of training uh the boss came to me and told me that he he's gonna hire me as a part-time so now i can give classes and being paid for it and i was like dude i thought it was three to six months so the minimum is three months and looking back now that was my adversity you know some people they know that they have to do something to you know to improve themselves or like just fuck it just even washing the dishes <laughs> they know that they have to do it but they won't you know and then some people like 80 percent, i guess just judging yeah just guessing 80 percent of the people are gonna take action when life is shit you know when they are in that moment you know and then they're gonna take action like like i was i was homeless so so i was really working hard dude like i was memorizing the books at night i am gonna reflect of the class reflect my uh, previous classes so what did i do wrong what uh, could I do better next time next next class and stuff I was uh, researching a lot of things I was but I didn't want to like teach the students what I saw online because pretty much they can do it <laughs> you know so I had to figure out ways on how I'm gonna teach it so the student can understand it so it was like my one of my proudest moment of my life I guess because uh I didn't even know that I was capable of that, of doing that. I was capable of surviving through homelessness in just short time. Because if you're gonna think, look at look at uh, the average, 
numbers of homeless people majority of them they they won't get out of it yeah and then one of my one reason might be because the situation is so negative that they end up uh, being like hopeless and some of them go into drugs or alcohol you know to make them feel better yeah because the situation is dire already you know they they, they feel hopeless and stuff yeah they're just tired and weak mm, yeah might find something to relieve stress and all yeah, yeah exactly you gotta find yeah, your but... why you know back yeah, exactly. then my why was my son so i gotta do my best because you know the, our first episode i want uh, my son to be proud of telling his friends and teachers in school that uh, my dad is an english teacher because in my uh, in my time i couldn't even say you know that my mom is in the, in japan working because they're gonna think like my mom is a prostitute and stuff so i was embarrassed at the same time but i want him to be proud of me that's why i took the risk i took a jump and it uh, worked out pretty well right <laughs> Well, yeah, exactly. I yeah. mean, I've, I've seen that, you know, you go through that phase and, and mm. shit. So, like, it's true. And it's it's tough. Um, yeah, it but is. I, don't know. I feel like, I don't know, for me, like, adversity is just um, an obstacle in life. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. Like, you, you go through all this shit for, like, okay, once you're born, you're pretty much, you know, um unfortunate already <laughs> you know because like once you're born of course your parents take care of you and all this shit but yeah. once you're like on a certain age you go through all this like stressful thing mm -hmm. things that life's life brings you like let's say you're in high school you have homework and mm -hmm. shit you know yeah. that's like adversity you're mm -hmm. unfortunate to have homework and that stress you mm -hmm. know so i feel like it's just an obstacle in life that helps you. Um, I see adversity as like a positive thing, kind mm. of. Yeah. Like it David like Goggins, David Goggins said, sorry, I'm going to cut you off here because I might forget this. David Goggins said that uh, if you go through pain, there will be growth after that. Yeah. Exactly. Like what I'm trying to say is like you, for example, right? Like your uh, adversity was being homeless. You, that didn't, that that was just an obstacle for you to like be a teacher mm -hmm. so in my head it's like adversity is kind of like a good thing it's like mm. bittersweet mm -hmm. you know it's sweet but then it's like bitter at the end or mm -hmm. the other way around sorry it's bitter but it's sweet you know it's and it's tough too i mean like other people can't handle that. Other people can't yeah. can't go through that that stress and pain and mm -hmm. just like just go down the hole, like you said, like drink alcohol or like do drugs, yeah, or do like other stuff that would just make you forget. Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, that's why we started smoking, right? You yeah, know, yeah. it's true. I think that was a, a we were thirteen, I guess, or fourteen, yeah, something like that. Yeah, uh, thirteen, fourteen, started drinking, Jeez. started smoking because. Yeah. We were like low key stressed. Mm -hmm. I feel like, oh, you know, yes, of... sub subconsciously we we were stressed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh -huh. Um, 
but yeah, dude, shit is tough. Dude, mm-hmm. life is, yeah. life, dude, life is fucking crazy, isn't it? Life is. <laughs> it's, I don't know what life is. It's just, just know this is crazy as fuck. You know, you but know, like, what I think for that... me, like uh, when I was like thirteen or something, I didn't want to smoke or or drink or whatever. But what I did to relieve my stress was play games and you know uh-huh. stay in my bed all the time on a on my room. Yeah. So I just yeah. closed myself from everybody. Yeah, and it was yeah. like twelve hours playing games nonstop. And that's no good too. Yeah, yes. that's like that's like people's escape, you know. Yeah. Mm. I used to do that shit like fucking every single fucking day because you're just like you don't want to deal with all that bullshit. Yeah, exactly. You just want to escape from it. Um, <laughs> and it's tough. It's reality and just be there in the moment. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You just want to like uh-huh. be yourself in a way. Like when you're drunk, yeah. you're like mm-hmm. you know, you'll be yourself, but you're not really. Just, just like relax. the honest version of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. I, when yeah. I'm when I'm drunk, I like uh, like to think that it's my brain working without that filter when I'm sober. So I just say <laughs> shit and don't think about it. Yeah, exactly. Which is somewhat good, you know. Yeah, sometimes it's good. Yeah, it's bittersweet. <laughs> it's bittersweet. <laughs> You know, I had this. I have this uh, crazy theory that I just came up with right now. Listening yeah. to Bruno saying that he was, uh, you know, pretty much gaming, playing games when he's stressed. Because we both did that before, right, Warren? <laughs> yeah, pretty much we did that. And then, uh, if you're gonna look at it, the vast majority of gamers are men. Yeah, it might be because men are competitive. Yeah, but I can see it as because men, men's mental health in general, we can't really express ourselves. Yeah, it's not that we can't, like, we, we are not allowed to express ourselves, or else we're gonna get be judged by other people. Yeah, so we end up playing games as, for as an alternative, I guess. I mean, nowadays it's way easier for us to express ourselves than before, mm-hmm. but it's still, there's still that stigma from like, if you, men don't have feelings, boys don't cry and all the shit. So it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to put your feelings out and be comfortable with, without being judged in a harsh way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, you don't even know, like, if people are judging you, it's just in your head that, you mm-hmm. know, because we like, exactly. I feel like in this generation or even the previous ones, even like back then, I feel like because men back then are like, you know, those tough big guys and that's what women want. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like men are built that way to not mm-hmm. like show emotion, be strong, be hardworking, provide for the families, you mm-hmm. know, and just, that's it. And the women are the ones that like, you know, you got to take care of their emotions, their health, their family, everything, <clears throat> you want your money. <laughs> but like... Dude, and are like just fucking sometimes over it and just like they break down in their own way. You know how women break down, they cry, they talk to their family, they talk mm. to someone. Yeah, but their best friend, men, yeah, dude, like men, like they just break down by playing video games, for example, or go for a when drink when I'm stressed out. Yeah, or drink, yeah, or smoke, or like 
hopefully not do drugs, you know, but people do that just to escape for a little bit. But that's yeah. how they like de-stress, you know, because it's it's not you sh- showing sign of weakness, you know, mm. but yeah. when you do drugs or like you drink, you're happy. That's that's because that's what you want to express, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what man, this is bullshit. What you know, society, society, has, uh, yeah, built for <laughs> for for men. Uh, yeah, crazy man. Like like we're gonna think about it when uh, a man is married and then the marriage ending up to a divorce. The the you know woman's gonna take half of his. Uh, properties or asset or whatever, and then the woman's gonna take his kid, <laughs> leaving him yeah. with almost nothing plus uh, reputation distraction. Yeah, that, yeah. that too. Yeah, so it's, it's like, it's and also, like uh, I saw a video like uh, a couple of weeks ago. Like, why do only men have to pay child support and not women? Oh yeah, I've seen That's that. That's true. Yeah. I've seen that shit. Yo, that shit like, is like crazy. Yeah, like why only us have to like pay child support and now women don't don't have to. It's, it doesn't make any sense, you know. Yeah, if women yeah. really want to push having equal pay as men, they should accept the responsibilities behind it. Yeah. 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 Same as this, uh, paying child support. Yeah, Providing, because sometimes the uh, woman doesn't want the child, but the father <clears throat> does. So. You gotta do the same it's not fair mm. right? still the dad yeah. pays for everything yeah you're just even with the kid you know and the mom this is true this is true she's doing this is true man so yeah one way to push through adversity is knowing that it's not gonna last you know it is just an obstacle like warren said an obstacle in life yeah, yeah it's not really gonna be there forever and you should think and take it as a lesson that and then as an opportunity that there will be growth after this adversity after you push it through you're going to be a different person you're going to be a you know different butterfly you know you're going through this metamorphosis and you gotta understand that and hold on and of course you gotta remember your why why are you gonna do this why are you doing this and you have a you need to have a strong sense of purpose as well. Even though if you don't have one, it is your chance to find one. You know? Yeah. And that's like one thing that helped me a lot with like uh, emotions and stuff. It's since I started doing therapy and all, it's accepting your emotions. You know, like accepting that you have them. That's gonna be fucked all the time. It's gonna be sometimes gonna be good. Sometimes gonna be bad. But like mm-hmm. knowing that you have them and accepting you for who you are and mm. that's not in a weakness that's just being strong yeah. accepting that you have these problems and you are willing to do whatever it takes to make you better yeah that's true man like you gotta accept you gotta accept it's like you know when you you go on a breakup for example right you just accept that that that's that's what it is you know yeah. and that that gets your mind thinking okay what now that I have accepted that you know I'm not with that person you know that it, it gets your brain going so like accepting yourself that you know even if t- tomorrow's gonna be shitty it's like okay fuck it whatever 
I'm going to do tomorrow. You know, it helps you like build this strong um, foundation in your life. I feel yeah. like, you know, instead of being like, mm. um, you know, like keeping that fucking pressure in your head, that negativity, mm. you know, I'm, so I'm I mean, actually... like, what you're doing, dude, is fucking it's fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going through like the, the post, the, the PTSD of yeah, the breakup, yeah. like having mm. to, especially cause like we when we were dating, like we had lived in the same city. We used to like, uh, breakups, at least what I see it's like, uh, after the breakup, like during the breakups, it's fights and whatever. And then it's done. It's okay. It's done. But yeah. the way, if, when you connect so much with someone and you have to live with that, like for so long, it's hard to just let go, you know, and just yeah. people say, Oh, just forget it. Just move on. But it's not that easy. Like, mm. Because you gave a part of you for someone and letting that go, it's kind of hard. But a lot of people just blame themselves like, oh, I just, I wasn't, I wasn't good. I wasn't better. I could have done this, this and that. But you got to accept that you did your best. And now you got to focus on yourself and just forgive yourself for every mistake that you made and move on. That's for me the best option ever. That's true, man. Like the, the that mentality is what um will help you like pretty much move on you know like like honestly me dude i was uh i was together with my my ex for about like seven years seven six years something like that and we have a kid dude and then like it just ended like that without like any any fucking reason right dude i like i personally think i was a i was a great guy you know i didn't like i didn't fucking beat her (laughs) i didn't fucking like you know like verbally abuse or like mentally abuse or like you know I, I don't think i was like that you know like i was i was carrying like all this shit all this like fucking lovey-dovey bullshit right mm-hmm. um but you know it just like all of a sudden she just ended it it wasn't enough she said and dude that's okay. like like what the fuck do you mean right like what what does that mean like it wasn't enough like what the fuck you want? Like you want you want the moon, baby? All right, <laughs> <laughs> I you know, get the move for you. <laughs> I'll get the move for you, baby. But like, dude, so like, dude, that was my like. At that moment, I was already at like fucking because because of COVID, right? Because COVID yeah. hit, and it's like fucking you're just depressed. And I was in Canada, so it was just much depressed because i can't go back see my family my friends and like just hang out and chill and just be myself right because i was just stuck in that place for mm-hmm. like too long yeah. without any other uh, people to talk to um so i was already like that and then that shit happened so i was even like fucking beat down to the ground even more um so yeah so like a week was just like fucking tough it was tough and then I just realized all of a sudden, I was like, you know what? Like, what's the point of this? You know, why, why would I um, keep hurting myself for this person who doesn't even care? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and that it's helped me like way. realize and it, 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 and it kept going too. Like, you know, why, why would I uh, try, you know, like, okay, fine. Like, at least I know I was a great guy and like whatever I did, like you said, you know, I have to like 
forgive myself, like, you know, you know, forgive, um, not necessarily like kind of like forgive or I'm sorry, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like just forgive yourself pretty much. Mm. Like, say, so like, self-love. Yeah, like self-love, bro. Yeah. Like, like, I'm sorry, man. I'm like talking to myself, dude. I was like, I'm sorry, man. Like, fuck. You fucked up, man. <laughs> you did something. <laughs> you did something you didn't know, but you fucked up. <laughs> you know, so, you, exactly. you you told me something that really stuck in my head, dude. Uh, it was like, uh, if she's happy, why can't I be happy? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If she's yeah. happy, why can't mm-hmm. I be happy? You know. Yeah. And then that 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 doesn't necessarily. And oh, and here's the fucking fucked up part. It was with this more. Wait, there's more. Call <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's good. No, because I want this story to like fucking be embedded in everybody. Because it's okay, not like, yeah. you know, we all go through like this somewhat the same thing. Yeah. Right? So it's like well, that part when she got, she was with someone and like a week. Maybe a week or maybe two weeks. I don't know. It's so quick. Yeah. You know? Okay. Like, you know, fuck. That that's gonna fucking dig inside you, you know. Mm-hmm. Like hurt, totally. dude. I was hurt. Totally. Okay. Like, I was hurt. That shit happens. And uh, like like Ikuma said, like you know, if if she was happy with that with that guy, then why can't I be? It's not necessarily me being happy with someone else. Yeah. Just be but, happy with yourself. Yeah, like yourself, dude. Mm-hmm. Make yourself happy and be like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna be happy by myself. I'm out of here. <laughs> no, I'm out. I'm out. But uh, dude, it's that's like you know, like you, you guys still think about like you know, still hard. Like even if let's say you're moved on, you still think about person. Yeah, it's true. Mm. Right, it's true. That, that shit. Like uh, a, a friend gotta... of uh, a friend of mine just said like said to me when I was moving on that time heal all wounds, but I don't see it that way. The time doesn't heal everything. It just yeah. teaches us how to deal with our scars and our traumas and everything. It just teaches us how to live with it. Mm. It doesn't heal. It just teaches yeah. us how to yeah. accept it, I guess. Yo, like accepting it. I think I think that's like the, the key to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Instead yeah. of like, like you said, like I... I 100% with you like time I don't think time fucking heal it if you don't accept mm-hmm. it's like yeah. you know accept it like you know it is what it is mm-hmm. so fuck it no not, not yeah because it, if like, you keep hoping or just like feeding this emotion mm-hmm. time just gonna hurt you even more and more because you're gonna see the person moving on and just gonna be like why can't I move on because yeah. you don't accept it yeah, exactly so if you accept it then yeah you're good. Accept yeah. it earlier. Can even better. Yeah. Because yeah, like uh, in some cases though, if you're, you know, the the girl decides to break up, and you start chasing. Most of the time, it's not gonna work. And most of the time, it is gonna make things worse because you're emotionally hurt, and there will be time that you're gonna forget to uh understand what the other person was uh feeling and 
you know you gotta respect that she doesn't want to be with you and you gotta accept that that's your closure that's your sign to get out and at least have some self-respect to yourself you know and close the door go walk on the hallway and you know go for the next door it doesn't have to be like warren said doesn't have to be a new relationship it could be you know uh you could be doing a lot of things like uh working on something that you've been really uh interested on or saving money to go study something or go travel by yourself or you know in my case i want to go to fucking switzerland man for a long time and, I, and i'm really aiming for switzerland someday i'm gonna go there and yeah i'm gonna make a video there we made it that's it <laughs> and and here's the thing too like you know like um your revenge is not good right uh -huh. but like when you when you love yourself and you like improve and you like just like you know you're not in that state of mind of like doing it for her but doing it for yourself yes right? and eventually one day i guarantee you i guarantee you that person whoever it is even if it's like your third fourth fifth ex right <laughs> they will see that and like be like hot damn the fuck did i do what why did i like leave that person yeah yeah but they were like a lesson they they were the reason why you're 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 improving like that mm, you know yeah. that's why like self-love i think is important because um it's it's the one that grows you and becomes like this person that you're you're supposed to be pretty much it sounds like fucking cheesy as fuck but like that's true you know like example like the mate the most common thing is like working out yeah. Go mm -hmm. just fucking pound in the gym, like work out, work out, work out, work out. Six months later, like a buff ass, rip ass dude. And then all of a sudden, um X sees you and then it's like texts you, like, hey, how you doing? I was kidding. No, but like you know. No. What I'm trying to say is like don't, you know. I'm not saying like don't force yourself to get back with her, but the thing is, don't let her like. Let's say, oh, you. If it's meant to be, you, it will be. You know. Yeah, like, but but it's not letting her go in that easy because you gotta no, remember of course. Mm, yeah. that that first day or first week that that person like fucking cut you off and let you go all of a sudden that yeah. feeling you don't want that again mm -hmm. no. so you gotta let her work to she, she lost everything for you she lost you know your trust of her like you know the the love and all that shit she gotta like you know get work that back. for it yeah work yeah, for it. yeah. If you work for her you gotta, you gotta work for you too and in some cases though these women they're gonna think like ah oh, okay now he's ripped he's sexy as fuck so one message from me i'm pretty sure is gonna come back and shit you know there are women yeah. there like this yeah. so you gotta be careful you know and yeah. and about uh warren was saying about uh you know after a few years or a few months of you working yourself and then they're gonna see you and then they're gonna regret what they did it is true because i had one ex that warren you know this i'm not gonna mention her name but 
uh, we broke up because she chose the other guy the the me I mean we, we were in a relationship but she likes another 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 dude but then suddenly she saw me with with someone else and then she sent me a message on that day saying that uh, I can't stand seeing you happy with someone else I can't stand seeing someone else making you happy <laughs> but uh, you know what and I was like fuck it <laughs> I said thanks <laughs> that's it <laughs> I said thanks I didn't get back to her at, in that moment I didn't get back to her for like two years actually yeah but after after that we saw each other again and then you know we ended up getting back together but but yeah it is it is true it is true what he was saying yeah Yeah, and like something about like moving on and going for other relationships that's something i always avoid doing it's like just break up and then trying something new it's because i saw a lot of my friends that did that and it's not worth it you know because you're not in a mental state to be with someone else mm. and you're just yeah, gonna 100%. throw yourself something that you're not prepared for you know what some people they just want the company they might yeah. just want the sex or the company or the feeling of yeah. Having someone else just to show off that I am in a relationship, dude. Yeah. I, I have a just girl. She's hot as fuck. You know this kind of things, and yeah. you gotta fucking avoid these things. Yeah, and you know what that makes you make happens with that mm. is that it can be us too. Like let's say I I do that. I go with someone else or you whatever, right? Mm. And then whatever. Like first few weeks, months, it's nice. It's new. It's exciting, mm. but then later on it's gonna hit you like let's say your partner was amazing was good mm -hmm. and you dumped that person mm. then you're you were with someone else and then later on in the future there's i guarantee you 100 the time that you think i was like god damn this person did this to me like it was nice you know but mm. this person that i'm with it's not it's it's weird it's not good And then that's gonna start to build up. That's like the seed right there. Mm -hmm. And then it's gonna be like, fuck. Hey, how you doing <laughs> to you, to that person? You know, that's where it starts, man. You're gonna yeah. start simping. <laughs> Don't be a simp. Don't be a simp, man. You better avoid being a simp. But, uh, you know, there might be a lot of uh, some people thinking that how is this adversity? It is adversity because most of the you know uh causes of men's mental health issues are through uh relationship problems through yeah. breakups you know and then they just can't handle it uh, well and that's why we we were talking about it so i'm really hoping that some of you can you know uh get bits of uh our experiences and use it in in yours yeah i'm not saying that try to follow everything and i'm not saying that we are you know specialists in any way but it is just sharing and basing on our own experience that we think that really uh that is gonna help you out as well all right since we're talking about adversity like something that is let's say unisex that this doesn't matter the sex your genre mm -hmm. or whatever um depression and anxiety it's something that happens mm -hmm. to everybody yeah yeah 
for me huh. it was like the hardest the hardest part was to take the first step of accepting that i need help and asking for mm. help yeah fuck yes yeah that was the hardest step that i ever took and but ever but ever since i just feel better and better every day there's some like lows and highs in my on my days or my weeks or my months but mm -hmm. it's that's life you know and ever since i accepted that i i have been diagnosed with depression and anxiety and i'm gonna have this for the rest of my life mm -hmm. and it sounds scary to to think about that like i'm gonna live with this for the rest of my life i'm not gonna get rid of it but like that's a part of me you know it's something that happens to me and I can learn how to control it. It's not invincible. It's not impossible to learn from it, to, you know, understand how it works and be prepared mm -hmm. for when it hits you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's uh, pretty much uh, the way I said on the previous episode that <clears throat> depression and uh, regular cough is hard to distinguish. You know? So there are a lot of things going on behind depression. And for those who are watching, you got to keeping your mind that having depression and being in the state of depression are two different things okay so just making it clear for you guys because depression is a serious uh issue that we need to address we need to spread out there you know it's not really a sign of weakness and or if someone is depressed it's not even it doesn't mean that this person is crazy or you know that you need to send him in a mental hospital or something no yeah. right so you gotta check up uh on people um, back on episode five we were talking about you know checking up on people uh so if you think you're fine you're totally cool just try to you know send messages to your friends or co-workers or even your family man check up on them then if you feel that, you know, when they say that, yeah, I'm fine, everything's good. But if you feel that there is something with that uh, message, go even deeper. Because right now in this society, saying I am fine is becoming a norm. It's just normal now because, you know, uh, we were talking, uh, Warren and I were talking about it because most people don't say that I'm not fine because, you know, they're not being true to their feelings because most people don't fucking care about your situation yeah so you gotta be that one percent of people that truly care about them because man it is harder to regret because what if you send a message to this person and then he said that or she said that i'm fine and then after a week or month or a year this person takes his or her her own life and then you're gonna live with that regret that man i could have done something yeah, I could have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's gonna eat you. <laughs> yeah, so you gotta, you gotta uh, check up on people, right? And another thing about like depression, it's kind of like a stereotype of if you're depressed, if you have depression or are depressed, you're automatically sad. Mm. But yeah. at least for me and some friends that have this, I don't feel sad all the time when I'm depressed. Mm. When I feel like my depression is hitting me hard. I just feel this lack of feeling, lack of motivation, lack of self-love. Like I'm living in a limbo where nothing matters and nothing is going to matter anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not being sad. It's just just wanting to feel something. So we usually go, we usually hurt ourselves just to feel the pain because it's the easiest thing that you can feel when you're depressed. 
yeah, so that's really why a lot of people just harm themselves. So, so that, that's why yeah, you said earlier that you got accepted. You accepted what, what was happening to you and you're now seeking help. And is it working? Is it, you know, improving? You're, do you think like your life is improved, improving right now better than before? Yeah, like by a fucking mile. Yeah, that's... Like I've, I've been talking to my therapist since... 20 2018 now so it's like i took a, a year off with her so it's basically through three years doing this mm. and before i just kept everything to myself and that hurt me so much that i always kept all my rage all my sadness everything that yeah. sometimes something small happened happened mm. and i just burst everything out and hurt people that i love just because i was feeling all this all this you know bad feeling inside of me and just mm -hmm couldn't hold it anymore so just pour it out on someone that doesn't even know what's happening so yeah. i just improve i just learn how to love myself and accept myself how i am and learn that it would, the life is not it's not about all the good moments you know it's mm. it's impossible to have like the happy ever after that we see in yeah. fairy tales and all fairy tales, yeah yeah the goal is yeah. to have more happy days than sad days and learn from the happy days so we can you know, exactly improve to have more better days exactly true man and you know what uh i have asked a lot of people what makes them happy and what is happiness some of them are gonna say that you know uh, they're gonna go to the materialistic path which is having a nice car having a business or having a house but you know if you're gonna think about it being happy is you're at peace you're at peace in a way that you're not worrying about a lot of things and in your life and you're at peace with everything with every relationships out there you know it doesn't have to be a romantic relationship you know, you're at peace and you're happy and I just i'm just hoping that you know some of you might consider this word uh peace because this is something that we really need right now in this world you know after what happened to you know to the middle east and with the pandemic and everything so we gotta you know have peace peace of love mind baby. too yeah peace and love love and peace and everything yeah and by the way bruno is actually can i say it of course is in the process of making a book uh it's not really a you know a fictional book or novel or whatever but it is about it's just because i always been in love with writing and poetry and all that i never mm. you know considered doing that for you know just it was just a hobby i just did that for you know express myself and after like maybe through two three years of collecting all my stacks and all i just decided to make a compilation and just write some more and put it all two books so everybody can learn learn listen or maybe read and see if someone just you know get get something out of it learn something feel something yeah. you know because yeah. it's, it's there's not a lot of people that are talking about feelings so maybe yeah. you need that outlet maybe reading feeling something it's just gonna relieve your stress your heart your mind so that's yeah. why i'm doing it yeah so once it is going to be out i'm going to be linking uh bruno's uh instagram in in the description somewhere there it is going to be there and you can 
hit up, you know, send him a message, yeah, yeah. say hi, you're single. Next year. <laughs> I'm that, planning maybe like spring or next year, probably. Oh, that that would be cool. And I'll, I'm going to add something before we close. Uh, we need to have an outlet to express ourselves. And in Bruno's way, it might be the book. You know, and with Warrior and I, it might be this, it might be podcasts, sharing our experiences, helping out other people as well, being an inspiration and, and stuff, or it could be working out, whatever it is, we need to have an outlet to express ourselves. Yeah. And, and it's we, not limited to only one thing too, because for me, yeah. it's writing, photography, and music. So that's yeah. three things that yeah. helps that's me. Cool. So other people could be, I don't know, walk in the park, hiking yeah driving whatever whatever yeah, fuck, yeah. makes you feel yourself just do it mm. yeah how about you warren do you have any closing remarks before we um yeah just you know fucking just stay strong you know stay strong don't be a simp, <laughs> <laughs> don't be a simp. like like everybody <laughs> says here you know like you just have to like find your own your own thing mm-hmm. you know your own little thing that'll yeah. that'll make you um better yourself mm-hmm. you know you gotta stay gorilla mode every time gorilla mode baby you yeah know? i'll just do it. write read a book mm-hmm. and drive a ferrari if you yeah. want whatever dude yeah and there's <laughs> understand, makes you understand that adversity is just an obstacle as warren said man i'm gonna quote that and i'm gonna take that quote and then spread it everywhere (laughs) (laughs) well uh thank you all for spending your free time uh i mean for bruno you know especially for water and as well because it is quite late there in la in yeah in la 3 a.m right yeah i gotta work at like three hours from now (laughs) jesus i just got off work and hopped in and thank you for uh for all the listeners and viewers that are uh, you know you give us your time to listen to to us right and see you guys again and talk to you soon see you see you